Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Get on the floor! What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, a podcast that teaches you how to actively <laughs> listen to music one song at a time. Happy holidays. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. I am Sean's dad, Jim. And oh, this oh, oh. is our annual Christmas special for 2023. Uh, I, I apologize for there not being a, an episode between our Halloween special and our Christmas special. We haven't yet figured out how to do a Thanksgiving special. <laughs> and we uh, we unfortunately had some stuff that happened last month that um, kind of, you know, it, it took, took the wind out of our sails and we weren't able to pull an episode together. But um, we're back here for Christmas. And we're feeling good. We're feeling jolly and holly. And uh, we're going to talk about some fun Christmas songs today. But, Dad, what's going on? You're feeling jolly and holly? Holly and jolly. Oh, okay. Good. What's going on? Nothing. How are you doing? You're, I'm good. We're getting, we we getting, we getting dumped in snow here. I, don't know. I know. We are getting, I think we've got, looking out the window, we've got eight or ten inches already. I think we're supposed to get another four or five. So. Well, we've had a lot of green Christmases the last few years. Yeah. So. Hopefully this snow, well, I'm already, it's melting where I am. It's really? already like in the mid to high thirties here. So nope. it's sticking to all the trees here and still falling like crazy. It's, I, I think we're guaranteed at least that we're going to have a white Christmas. So you have to come here for Christmas. I, I love how, whether it's the first snowfall of the year, even though like we're in New Hampshire, like rural New Hampshire, yep. where people literally like learned how to drive in this Yep. In like snowstorms, like when it's the first snow of the year, people just act like they've never driven yep. a car before. Yep. And they like they like freak out and forget that like how to yep. do it, and it's like it's almost more unsafe because of that because people are being too <laughs> cautious than than they are like trusting their driving abilities. <laughs> that in a couple of days before, where you can't even go to the grocery store because it's you know milk and bread, milk and bread. You know, so, so. Yeah, I never really understood that. Why? Why? Why is it those two things? I don't know. I, I think people go into survival mode mostly because of that um, that ice storm that we had back in the day that no one saw coming, and then we didn't have anything for. I think we were out of power for what twenty days? I don't know, eleven days. I don't even know. Sixteen. I feel days. like I'd get. I wouldn't get milk. Like especially if you're going to be out of power. Like I don't want milk. Like kids, just get like Gatorade <laughs> and like like beef jerky, <laughs> like stuff that won't go <laughs> bad. You know, like milk, milk and bread are are like they go bad quicker than most other foods. I guess, yeah, yeah, fine. That's weird, but um, but during whatever. that last time is when uh, I came down. I had to do a uh, formal for you guys, and we had to leave the dog and the bird, so Molly and the bird, Elvis, and the heat going on a propane stove out on the porch because we had no power at all. We had we went around for like I think we went away for two days down okay. to uh, URI. So that was kind of craziness back then. So I think yeah. ever since then, everybody's just like panicked that. 2008, right? That was a. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody's panicked that. You, you know, lose, they, power for like lose power for like 12 days or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty it was, crazy. It was nutty. I mean, we used to have the the wood stove in our fireplace. So if we ever lost power, 
we could at least heat the house and then we replaced it with a pellet stove which is much cleaner and easier to maintain and works much better but if we lose power there's no way to heat the house because, because it has to have the blower right it's electric yeah so a couple songs which is which is better than being a werewolf oh yeah i don't i think i got rid of the werewolves on wheels thing um i should just keep it in there i know werewolves too bad electric too bad um we have a couple songs Today, I'm doing a song from the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> How many kids do you have? Three. Oh, okay. That's surprising that you do. And I can't get them movie. to watch this movie. Oh, really? oh, okay. I thought it was because they, they watch it and you're kind of in that like, you know, kids Christmas movies mode. No, they're really into the Grinch right now. Like multiple uh, Grinch movies. Okay. They like them all. I like that one you showed me. That was a good one. The yeah, newer. the new one with, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's really good. It's pretty good. And they're really into this terrible, terrible Mariah Carey Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> Is that your worst nightmare? <laughs> it's, it's the it's the absolute worst. Not even like the song is the song, like whatever. It's just right. this awful animation, and like the storyline is really bad. And really, it's just like it's just <laughs> she it, she probably wrote the script herself, and it's just painful. Yeah, yeah. And they love it, so I'll put it on for them. Because she's actually in um at least one maybe multiple um hallmark movies which you know mom is crazed about oh really and she's she, just like established herself as yeah. like the queen of christmas yeah not a great actress and stuff but she plays like a, a, a mean yeah she you know. narrates this oh okay wow okay it's like a a really bad cg animation Oof. movie called all i want for christmas is you and it's about oh, her it's as a kid who like wants a dog uh, and it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> but, you know, the kids love it, so whatever. So that's what you're watching 24-7 right now. Yep. They like, those are the two that they're really into. And they're just starting to get into the, the classic Rudolph, too. Like the old, yeah. like, claim, not claymation, whatever that yeah, 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 yeah. weird animation style was. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, Rankin yeah they, like, they like that one, too. Rankin, Rankin and Bass, I think it is. It was, yeah. I like that stuff. That's stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, everybody grew up watching those, right? Yeah. Like, it's just classic. So I'm glad that they're getting into that because it's like, it's timeless, you know? Right. Which is, that's smart. Which is kind of cool. But, yeah. so we have a couple songs. Like I said, mine is from A Muppet Christmas Carol. I'm I'm doing the song, It Feels Like Christmas, which was sung by the Ghost of Christmas Present. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, I who, is, who is choosing to do that one? And what are what are you doing? I'm doing the Pogues uh, Fairy Tale of New York, which I've always wanted to do, and it's kind of almost started out as an anti Christmas song, but it's turned into a you know Christmas. Kind yeah, of nobody's situation. talked about that on a podcast. I think uh, I think there were maybe two other Pantheon podcasts that have talked about that song this already. Year. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's well, like it's last pretty- year, everybody did uh, the same one that that I did. Um, uh, Father Christmas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yep. there were multiple Pantheon podcasts that looked at that song as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, um, the, the, you, know, you want to have something that's, you know, a little different and, you know, a little, a little obscure, but you don't want to be, I mean, there's some obscure stuff out there. Yeah. That, you know, hey, you've never heard this. Like, yeah, there's a reason, you know. Kind of yeah, thing. exactly. It's you, it, Not a lot of it is great, but, you know, right. not a, a lot of the mainstream stuff isn't great either. So right. it's right. just kind of like, it's always been there, so it puts you in the spirit because it's always been connected with everything that you do at Christmas exactly. time. <laughs> so Which even if did, it's like, didn't what? we do one of our, our first Christmas or second Christmas thing about you know most popular ones are the ones we like the most or the most obscure or something like that? Or I don't remember. I think we did like a top top ten or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the ones that that obviously are predictable. But this this right. is just I want to do something different. No. Yeah, I wanted to do this for a very specific reason too. Um, we, well, which one do you want to do first? Um, it's up to you. 
What do you want? Well, you said yours is kind of quick, right? So let's do. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have a ton to say. I just I like it. Is is what you know? Why you want to do this one? I like it. You know, kind yeah. of thing. So okay. <laughs> yeah. So that, let's let's do mine. So all right. Here's a trailer of the a trailer. Here's a a little preview of the beginning <laughs> of it. Are you still in school mode? <laughs> I know. Christmas Eve, and the drunk tank. All right, so, so if so if anyone doesn't know the Pogues, yes, he does always sound like he's drunk like that. So that's I just, think he is too. It's just, or yeah, maybe, it probably is. That's just what we're dealing with. So or brain um, damage or something. Yeah. yeah. So take a minute. Go ahead. Pause this podcast. Go listen to it. We have the link in the show notes, and um, come back and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Let me pull up your notes because yeah, okay. that's I have always liked this song. Yeah, you Katie, know what? It, Katie is the first one that that showed this song to me actually. Oh really? When? Yeah. When was that? Back in the day? Or? Yeah, probably back when I was in college. I actually hadn't heard it till I was in college. Oh really? Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not super old. I mean, it came out in March of '87, I think. So. Yeah, well, wow. that's still a year before I was born. So I had plenty yeah, but, of time but it's to not hear like it. It's, a, it's <laughs> not like it's one from the '50s, Bing Crosby, you know, kind of thing. Right. So. Thank God. Right. Yeah. We need some variety. From right. that, from like the really, really old stuff. Right. So but I just, I just, I mean, you know how much I love being Irish and stuff. I know it drives you crazy and stuff, but it's just, it's so cool that this anti, it was, I think it was originally written as like an anti Christmas song um, about a couple that's really down on their luck and, and everything. He, you know, all the promises of going to New York with all of these things that are supposed to be wonderful and it's not going the way they want. And I, I think there's a, there's a mix between, maybe a, a couple in the 40s or maybe a couple in, in contemporary time, which would have been the 80s at the time and stuff. So the story's a cool story, but the thing I like best is, you know, so it starts off, you know, slow and plodding and, and desperate and all that. But then when it kicks in with the um, with the actual, you know, the, the music where it sounds really Irish around to what was at 120, and it turns very Irish at 125, it's like, all right, this is going to be good. It, turn, it changes the, the tempo and the feel of the, of the song immediately. Yeah, that's that's a great moment. Let's give it a listen. Yep. Great, great build up into it. Yep. yep. Immediately, you know, it's an Irish tune. So, okay, great accordion, by yes. the way. But my question is, and this is something that has always been, I always think about every single time I hear this song, this very first like line, they got cars, or they got cars, cars big, as big as bars, they've got uh, rivers of gold. Rivers of gold. I, I want to know who says that line. She Which does. one of them is singing that line? She's singing that. Okay. It doesn't sound like her. If you hear after what she says, they got rivers of gold, um, but the wind blows right through you. It's no place for the old. Then the next line is very clearly her, but it sounds different. So, like, can we just l listen to this for yeah, the beginning? Maybe it's I, just different editing or something. I mean, if you, lock, it, if, it, if you watch the video, takes, it's clearly it, her. It must be different takes because it sounds different. Listen to the way the sound of her voice changes okay. after she says, uh, it's no place for the old. And then when you first took my hand. Okay. So I'm just going to play like that whole beginning of that. This part. Did you hear the difference? No, I didn't. I think it still sounded like her, no? Oh. Oh, 
That sounds like a different person to me. I, I think it's when you sing. She sings it so much higher and then brings it when back down. When she says the word, when you, it's it sounds like she has a cold in the beginning, like it's a little bit nasally. It almost has like a Paul McCartney Beatlesy sound okay. to her voice, and then yeah. it sounds much more Irish and a little bit more clear. And I, I almost feel like they did a take where she was like stuffy, then she blew her nose, and then <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, thanks. But it sounds I think very it's different. When you first uh, is so much higher, yeah, it sounds I, and different. Because I don't know. the next the next notes after that seem no, seem normal to me. I don't I know. Think. It just sounded different to me. And there was a part of me where I was like, "Is that uh, uh, Shane singing in a higher octave for that very first thing?" And then he goes down at his part, but he never does that. No, and then he, the pokes. And if so you ever like, watch the video, um, it's it's clear. It's her leaning on a, on a piano. It's like all black and white and smoky yeah. and stuff. And she's singing right from the, the get go. Right, well, that's good. I'm glad we cleared that up because yeah. that's just something yeah. that I always like. I I figured that it was her, but I yeah. always but the transition. It's just a strange transition between those two lines, and I think it like just sounds like it's a completely different person now, to me. Possibility. Let's let's do a uh, conspiracy theory. She wasn't going to be doing the original vocals on that it was supposed to be um was it uh kate uh O'Riordan. but they had some issues and it was supposed to be elvis costello that was going to be the producer but they had words with him and issues hmm. and, and kate was was seeing him at the time and, and it was like everything all blew up and then they walked out and she left so now they had this song but they had no female vocal so conspiracy theorists maybe it was her at the beginning and then they most, yeah maybe it. they maybe she's m- maybe uh Kirsty sang different lyrics, and Could then they're like, "No, that doesn't work. We need to go back to the original." Yeah. And, they and then what? I, it. What they no, did? No, I, I, I think it probably is yeah. the same person. I, I just, it just something about that transition. It sounds like it's a different, per, like it changes. It, I think because she goes so high on those, in those first three words, and then she kind of brings it back down. I think it it's the way like it's she. It must be the way that she says it too. You know, yeah, the words yeah. that she's saying makes her mouth move in a different way, and it just yeah. like. It, it it sounds like there's a little bit of like more of a Cockney accent in the beginning and then it switches over Maybe. to a more Irish yeah, accent. And I just, it's always like stood out to me as like, I can't pinpoint who's singing that first half of that verse. Interesting that you picked up on that stuff. So I never would have it's seen that. It's always driven me crazy and it will, really? it, it will continue to. I know it will. Really? And it's not a bad thing. It's just like, it's like a, it's like a puzzle. It's like a mystery yeah. to me, you know? I, I, I like that. Um, She has, and again, you have a little bit, there's not a lot of people that, you know, from other parts of the world that, that sing with their accent. Mm-hmm. But I like that she does mm-hmm. in this. You know, I think it adds a real lot of stuff, you know, with, with the music that, that clearly makes it Celtic. And then when she starts singing, it's like, this feels so Irish. This is mm-hmm. awesome. I think, so the, you know, as much as I like the Pogues and stuff and, you know, Shane McGowan, you know, who was born on Christmas Day, by the way. You know, so oh, I didn't know that. Oh, there's so, a fun fact for you. Yeah, you know, him and Jimmy Buffett both. Um, <clears throat> so as much as I like them and I like some of the, a lot of this stuff, um, I like her in this so much more. I think she's the one who just sets such a nice tone. It's great having both of them. And that was the next thing. Sorry, my ear just got really itchy. That was the next thing that I wanted to point out is it, the transition from singers is really super cool in this, in this first verse specifically, because if you hear a lot of duets, I think of when I, a a duet that I compare this to is that one uh, with against me. And I don't know who, who the girl is that sings with them. But you know what song I'm talking about? Um, yes. Yep. Too much momentum. I don't remember what yep. it's called. Yep. But um, there's another song where they have, they, they do this back and forth, similar to this right. with, with yeah, between the man and, and the woman. Stuff, right. Yeah, right. yeah. And um, but normally in that type of situation, 
you would sit, they would sing like a, a certain part of the verse and then there would be a clear break, like a clear transition into the next person singing. Yep. But yep. in this, it's cool because it's, it's immediate. It's like she starts a sentence and he finishes it yep. or it's, it's like immediate. he interrupts yep. her in yep. the middle of it. Yep. Uh, yep. Right when she says you were handsome and he goes you were pretty and he just takes over um, yep. and it's it's really cool. Promise me Broadway was waiting for me. You were handsome. You were pretty queen yep. of New York City. I love that. Yep. I love that trend. Like that is just, it's just it's like unexpected and and, and rare. Right, you usually wouldn't hear that that way. Yeah, it's almost like you would expect her to end. And this is where you would expect right. him to take the natural over. break. But he doesn't. She keeps going as if she's going to sing another like, whole interrupts. stanza of that verse. But then he kicks it in. Yeah. It's like he steals it from her. Like yeah. he, like he's talking over her, which is pretty cool. Now, are you done, you think? I mean, intentional and just oh, yeah. good, good producing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's good writing. Yeah. It shows a togetherness, I think. It, I just like that um, it seems like there's a narrative, a conversation that just keeps going on that you, mm-hmm. you really feel, which I guess is, is probably the, the intent of a lot of times when you hear um, songs that have that, that call and answer thing. You feel like you're a privy to a conversation, but it feels like you're watching them on the side of the street arguing on a corner somewhere. You know? Yeah, it, it, it is a narrative. and that's real. It, that's another reason that I, I think I always think of it in the same vein as that that other the, the song by Against Me by the way is called Born on the FM Waves of uh, Born on the FM Waves of the Heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. And I, I I would recommend that people go listen to that actually if you like this song it's not an Irish song obviously but it has a very similar feel to it in that it is this narrative between a man and a woman and it's really interesting but um, yeah same idea so sorry yep. I didn't mean to hijack your no no no. Your song. no. Yeah, and one of the things that 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 I liked about it, and I have some notes here, and I want to read one of them. Um, Once upon a time, a band set out to make a Christmas song, not about snow or sleigh rides and mistletoe miracles, but uh, about lost youth and ruined dreams. A song in which Christmas is much the problem as it is the solution, the, the kind of anti-Christmas song that ends up being, for a generation, the story of tells the unreal fantasy of 1940s New York uh, dreamed up in 1980s London. That in itself was is such a cool way to explain it. Yeah, you know? it's a it's it's a a fantastic world setting yeah. for it, right? Yeah, yeah. From what I understand, so this, unexpected too. When you think about song, it, any Christmas song, so unexpected, right? And what's cool, this song is the "All I Want for Christmas Is You" of like Ireland, EU, UK. From what I understand, is that accurate? Like yeah, this always is the number, number one around Christmas this time of year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, God, well, always have number better one. taste than we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just I I just like the idea of. You know, it's it's immigrants coming from from Ireland with the, the whole idea of being in in New York City and. Well, I think what's great about it is it's it's so much more real than a lot of Christmas songs. Like a lot of Christmas songs are like focused on, like you said, like the the lights and the the jingle yep. bells. And if it's not if it's not focused on the the religious side of it, it's like it's always like happy and together and family and everything. But like Christmas is a really really hard time for some people for yes, a lot is. of people. Yep. Um yep. And there's family troubles and there's fighting and there's, it's really, really not, a, it's movies, not yeah. a time that people look forward to for some, for fam, yep. for some families, for a lot of people out there. And this is kind of like facing that reality, right? Like put like shining and, a light on what the holidays is like for some people, which yet, is I think really, really cool. And yet the chorus still feels upbeat, positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, if you it's watch hopeful. the video, 
it, it is hopeful. The and chorus it turns sounds into very hopeful. Something where they're dancing on a street corner, like they're staying together and stuff, and even though they, they're yelling at each other. And stuff. It's it was um it's still a quote unquote happy ending. Right. I want to play the chorus because it does. It, it is a very Love hopeful sound to the chorus. Love the chorus. Right. And that's like focusing on like, okay, the verses are focusing on what's separate, right? Yeah. But the chorus is like focusing on something that they can both agree on. It's it's right. similar to right. the, the pink song that we did, right? Like we come together for the chorus and we're, we're, we're talking about, this is a universal thing that is enjoyed, can be enjoyed by everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's hopeful, but it's also, that was the original intent of them coming to New York and you know, mm-hmm. the whole immigrant song that, of, of great promise of all the things that they could be in, in beautiful downtown New York City and, and, and all the troubles that they've run into. But it's still hanging in there. The hope is still there. So it's kind of mm-hmm. a cool Christmas song for that reason, which is maybe why people are, are still kind of drawn to it. Because it, it's not just negative. And I mean, there's there's a lot of negative anti-Christmas songs out there that are just, you know, screw Christmas, rah, 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 that kind of stuff. Right. This, well, or or this a lot of joke ones, like the Dropkick Murphys. What is it? Um, um Feelings upon the seasons upon us. Seasons upon us, yeah. yeah which is really yeah. funny, but it, yeah. it addresses the same kind of things, like a dysfunctional family who doesn't get along, but right. they still get together at Christmas. Try, and kind of try to listen thing. to that song without the images of the video, either in your head or by not watching the video, and it's not a pleasant song to hear. What the Dropkick Murphys know? one? Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. super. It's really, really bitter. Yeah, it's, it's funny bitter. to watch. You know, all the images they have on the video and stuff, and it's cutesy and stuff. But it's like, okay, this isn't something I want to listen to on my own. Not good. Right, yeah. but you know what? It also ends in a similar hopeful. way. It ends on a hopeful note with, yeah. with, you know, he's describing, you know, the table set and them sitting around the table and like raising a toast and all that. So it's like, it still ends with this togetherness, which is kind of the whole. Right. Depending you know, on what's going on, we still come together in the end. Yeah. Right? The reason for the season, right? Right, right, right. So let me, a little quick tidbit. Um, when the chorus was singing that, you know, the boys in NYPD choir, <clears throat> reality is that the NYPD doesn't have a choir. It's the band. They have a band. Um, the closest thing right? is, is the, is the uh, NYPD Pipe and Drums Band yeah. uh, who are featured in the video. The NYPD Pipes and did not know Galway Bay. Okay. So they sang. So there's a vi- in the video is them kind of, kind of singing stuff. So they all sang a song that they knew the words to, which was the Mickey Mouse Club song. Nice. Uh, and the footage Very was slowed American. down. The, fid- the footage was slowed down for the video uh, and shown in brief sections to disguise the fact that they were singing a different song. Uh, and he said that the, the pipe and drums guys had been drinking on the coach that brought them to the video shoot so much. And by the time they arrived, they were so drunk. Um, and they were even drunker than the band was. And they refused to work unless there was going to be more alcohol. So <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Whatever you so, need to get through the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, I think it's a it's a funny image to think about that stuff. It's like, it fits a Pogue song. Okay, I get it. Yeah. But, but that's, I, I, I just love that, that chorus. And even if you don't know the song that well, you can sing, anyone can sing along to that. Um, mm. And it's the sing song, you kind of feel the, you know, yeah. it just, it's, it's so, it's so pleasant, you know? Yeah. So, and that, I mean, in, in a, in a nutshell, it's just a song that I've always liked. And I wonder if other people either know it or don't know it. It, it it's not played on the, on, on the radio as much, if at all, because of the controversial piece of you know using of the word slut and faggot and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the the uh the second verse is actually kind of funny when they're just like insulting each other. I don't know if I can yes. find that yep. here. You're a 
Happy Christmas, your ass. I pray God it's our last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ass. Ass. It's, yeah, it's. Yeah. Mm, it's but again, just, it's, it's funny, but it's. But, I mean, but, this, this but is real for it, some people again, you know? Right, that's what it is. Reading about it, they, they tried to create um, authentic Irish characters. Mm-hmm. And as you know, and, and, you know, if you read anything about going over to Ireland and stuff, you got to get used to it. A lot of people swear. You know, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, that, that's one of the things. Big part of the and, culture, yeah. It's not part of, you know, the same kind of thing that, that we take offense to. It's just kind of the, the normal nomenclature of, of the conversation stuff. Well, words mean mean different things too yeah. here yeah. than they do over yes. uh, the EU. So so I think there's been edited versions that, you know, that either Pogues have been happy or unhappy about and all. And, and when they had to do it live, they, they changed up the words, you know, understandably, you know, and I mm-hmm. think so too. And I, I almost wonder if some people might be offensive, you know, uh, have offense for us saying that and, 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 and having this out there. But the, the intent was to have a reality of two, of two people struggling and having a real conversation, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and using the words that, that someone of her spice would, would, would use, you know, yeah. when she's saying that kind of stuff. So Yeah, it's real. It's just this yeah. feels, when you compare this to the majority of Christmas songs out there, yep. this just feels so much real. Like the mask is off. Like you feel like a lot of Christmas songs, like the singer's got right a mask there. on, right? That's it, right there. And yeah. they just, right. they put they put the, the mask on of happiness and, and perfect holiday yep. cheer and all this stuff. But like, you know, life's not perfect and people right. are... People it doesn't are real. become perfect for four weeks in December all of a sudden. Right? Yeah, and so this just, just feels real. This feels like they took the mask off and they just right. shined a light on like, hey, you know, some people got to deal with some some stuff. And yep. like, and yet it's during, hard to get through the holidays, and but we're going to find a way to do it. And yet during the holidays, we'd like to try to escape and try to have it be normal. You and, put the mask want, on. And want to feel that, you know, as, as much as you can too. And if, you know, if they can provide that, awesome. And at the end of the song, they do. You know, I mean, it. it you know, I, I think... The lush instrumentation and, and the chorus and everything just makes it feel happy near the end as well. So it does. Be- that's, that's lush. That's a lot of instruments. What's up? That's a lot of instruments all playing together. That's yeah. an orchestra. It's a, it's, it's like a, it's almost like a session, like a slow session yep. where everyone yep. is playing the same melody. And I really like that. That's really nice melody. Do, 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 yep. do. It's just, it's really, I, it's, it's almost like a waltz. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I was just going to say, if you haven't seen the video, if people listening haven't seen it, the end is, is them, I don't think they're waltz, maybe the waltz thing, but them arm and arm dancing, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I think it's on a street corner or someplace, but one of those things that like, it does feel like it's like, you know, a, um, a coming together and let's do one final dance stuff, but they hopefully stayed together through some of their, their struggles and, and moved on, you know, stuff. So, yeah. But, and it's great. It's a good why, narrative. Like there, are, a lot of Christmas songs do tell stories, but this one tells like a story with substance, which is cool. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. And the reason I thought, you know, I mean, you know, I know how you feel about the Pogues, and you know how I do. I mean, I, I know that it's hard to watch them sometimes, you know, and through the through the teeth and through the drunkenness and everything <laughs> yeah. else and stuff. But yeah, um, it, it is, especially when I, I they like, team up with like other musical acts. Like when you see them play with the Dubliners, it's hard because the Dubliners is so like so together. They're so tight and they're yep. so. Um, traditional and like and then he is just so loose all the time yep. so it's yep. yeah it can be with jarring. a cigarette and it usually with a cigarette and a drink in his hand and yeah. stuff and yeah and he's no he his eyes are just on the ground all the time because he like probably would fall over if he looked up yep. <laughs> um but the reason why is so i know we have discussed this in the past but i was thinking for the for you know the podcast i wonder if some people either haven't heard it or 
have forgotten about it because you don't hear it in any kind of regular rotation either on the radio, including Sirius and some of the other stations. So, because mm-hmm. I, I think some of those words would just, they're hard to bleep out and it's hard to kind of play those. So, they're so kind of necessary. I, I think, like, I, I, I've actually place, thought place about, wouldn't fit. I've thought about doing some songs that do have some, some very prominent um, curse words in them. And, <laughs> and I've, I've thought about like, well, how, like, how, can we talk about this? Because I think, you know, people getting offended by a word is kind of a weird thing anyway, unless it's directed at you specifically. So that's always kind of been a weird thing to me, but I understand where it comes from with some of the words that are used in here. But I think, especially in music, you know, there's a certain need to, you, you need to evoke the feeling that you need to evoke. And sometimes there are specific words that it needs to be that word. And I don't know if that's the case in this song, but yeah. a lot of times when you hear songs, like if there's a prominent line that, that has the F word or some other words like that, like it's almost like you need to have that in there because that is what is getting your message across. Like that is evoking the feeling that you're trying to express in yeah. that line. And so and it's I- like really important in some senses. So like, it's such a, the, 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 um, the censorship of that stuff is really kind of strange to me, and I and I think in this one it, it just creates a little more of that authenticity, yeah, of the characters and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I I don't like listening to stuff that just has is a blatant. Let's throw it in there for the sake of shock value and everything mm-hmm. else. You just don't need it, right? Um, but there are songs I, you know, where it sounds like like they put it in there and it's like it needs it needs they need to say that like that they needed to say it yep. that way, yep. right? It has its place, I think. You know, and think about what I had to do for those thirty years when I was DJing. And, you know, I'm at a high school, middle school dance and some songs that are pretty prominent or sexual or whatever. Like, I couldn't play that. So mm-hmm. I had to go out and make sure I found the clean versions of it to, you know, to, to play. <laughs> songs like um, Get Low. <clears throat> yeah. Like middle school kids talking about the sweat dripping down their balls. Right, right. right. And, you know, how do you how do you do that in, a, in, a, in the right way and still, you know, you still has to have the kick. It still has to have the, the purpose. And, you know, most people aren't listening or care about it, but your grandmother might be in the wedding. You know, and listening to it, kind of thing. So you have to be real cautious of that stuff too. So yeah. I was always very, very aware of that, and I always tried to be above board on that stuff. Um, like if I was on the radio, what version would I have to play, kind of thing? So, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just an inter- it, that that that's a super fascinating topic yeah. that I'd like to to dive into at some point again. Maybe we can have a guest on to talk about that kind of stuff, like just yeah. to have a good discussion, not spo- not focus on any specific song, but like I said, I think it has its place, and I think it's necessary for some songs. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I have some ideas of some people we can invite for that stuff too. Some yeah, it'd be interesting. DJs or you know some other artists yeah. and stuff. So we can talk about that. Cool. But that's it. Um, I just you know, can you just play the chorus one more time, just because I love it so much? Yeah, yeah, sure. Was it the, the first time that the chorus? First time the chorus played where they, they stop and, and the bells and they stop right there. We're yep. ringing out on Christmas Day. Not the second time, right? Oh, you want that? Yeah, come on. Well, Let's stop because we like stops. I do. I do love stops. Yes. That is a really powerful stop. Yeah. That's good. That's really yeah. good. Because so. they let all the reverb just like go, yep. they just let yep. it ring, which was yep. cool. Good song, good song. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you if you get a chance, watch the video. Um, 
I've seen black it, but it was, it was probably years ago I watched it. Yeah, it's all in black and white. Um, Matt Dillon is in it because I guess they became good friends on 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 a tour or when I went to see a movie or something like that. That Matt Dillon was in him and his um his agent they became real good friends with Shane, and he put him in in the video. So Matt Dillon is a cop, like arresting him, putting him in the drunk tank at the oh, beginning nice. and stuff. But it's um it's cigarettes on a piano and and the um just right you know the uh the shadow of of the smoke is just yeah. kind of lofting up I mean, just good imagery just and well done too and oh. i guess the him playing the piano stuff which he couldn't play the piano so it was really the piano players in the band playing it but he had to put shane's like uh rings on and and, and stuff to make it look like it, it was him and stuff so yeah. it's just like it's such a cool image so hmm. yeah cool it's good Cool. It, it's very, it's very uh, emotional. The, the video, but yeah. but upbeat and fun at the end. It's good. No, but that's sure. it. Cool. Yeah, um, so good on it, to to throw it on the Christmas list if you haven't had that in the past. Anyone you'd like to hear cover this song? I've heard a lot of people do it. Yeah. There's a million. I mean, Ed Sheeran just covered it this year and stuff. Um, I believe it or not, there's a good version in in the, the movie P.S. I Love You, which is a terribly wonderful, serious, scary, terrible, emotional movie. Okay. And played at the, the guy's funeral um, that he was, um, and, and P.S. I Love You was he left uh, notes because he knew he was dying for his wife, Hilary Swank, who he wanted to get her to go on with her life and stuff. And and, uh, and the note was like, go do an adventure, go here. And he, she ends up in Ireland and stuff. And, and their favorite song was, you know, it was like, we're going to sing a wedding song right now. And they go, they break into that in a bar, in a pub in New York City or something like that. So it was kind of a cool version. Cool. So. But very sad movie. Good, good movie, but sad. That's it. All right. How about you? What's your What's your favorite part? The chorus? Uh, I don't know. I think I like when they have that transition from one singer to the to the other in the beginning. Oh, in yeah. That first yeah. verse, I really like that. Yeah. That kind yeah. of takeover. I just think it's a really cool dynamic that you don't hear too often. Yeah. Something I also like the beginning when when they uh, when he's singing so you know kind of slow and. Depressing and stuff, but then they kick in with the uh, the Irish music. With the accordion, yeah. jumps right into it, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It is, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, Really good, good song. That's it. What do you got? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm doing, so this is going to be interesting. So yeah. <laughs> I'm doing yeah, a song explain, by The explain Muppets. Explain the backstory on this one. So, okay. Uh, yes, I'm doing a song by The Muppets, and it's called uh, It Feels Like <laughs> Christmas. If you haven't seen A Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, this is... You need to realize, like, it's by the Muppets, so it's, it's going to be a lot of crazy voices and um, a lot of silliness in it, but uh, this is the beginning of it, so here's a little pre preview. <laughs> it's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true wherever you find love. It feels like Christmas. All right, so pause this, go listen to it, watch the video if you want, it's really fun, and uh, come back, we'll talk about it. Uh, goosebumps. So the nice thing about do doing songs from movies is they tend to be pretty short. <laughs> yes. So th that last verse, was that a different character than what began the song? No, same same character. Okay, he's just not singing with the same kind of... Yeah, he's, he's more like also. laughing through it. Santa yeah, Claus okay. left. So, um, this is kind of the opposite of the direction that the song you you did took, right? Yes. Like this is more right. of a focus. And this is, it, it, I wanted to do. I think this is the right time to do one of these songs because I think there's starting to be a little bit of, um, you know, the idea that the Muppet Christmas Carol, in comparison to all of the other Christmas movies that have been created, is clearly far superior and the best 
Christmas movie ever made. No question, no argument. Wow. Fight me. Um, Quite a statement. Partially, partially because of the just absolute seriousness that they took <laughs> in telling Charles Dickens' story and mm-hmm. how how seriously Michael Caine took that character. I mean, he he did yeah. that as if it was like an Oscar nominated drama and (laughs) he's talking to like puppet animals with silly voices and he just took it so seriously and he just nailed it and just did best Ebenezer Scrooge in cinema history (laughs) but also because it really does have some of the best Christmas songs that are ever written and it's really strange to me that there has been no like mainstream covers of any of these songs because some of the lyrics are just so so good for Christmas songs and they're like they would fit so nicely in with are there a lot of but are the there a lot songs. of other ones that you know versions of this that are musicals? No, right. No, these so songs maybe, were written for the Muppet Christmas Carol. Right, right. There aren't a lot of other you know of of that particular show and book and everything else in movie. No, that um that are musically. No, it's a it, this is a horror story, a horror novel. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you know It'll they've they've scary tried to ghost stories and tales. Of, mm-hmm. yeah. They've tried to remake to 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 make films that are like more close to the book and they're scary they're yeah. they're very yeah. very 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 scary uh, in some senses but um this just took such a good approach and they just it was so well done and i just wanted to do a highlight on some of the music because i think the songs are just really good and if you can they really look, are yeah. if you can look past the silly voices uh and the funny characters and everything like that's just the the muppets brand obviously but like if you can think of any modern like a, a good artist singing this song or other songs that are in that like um one more sleep till christmas which is what kermit the frog sings it's a fantastic yep. christmas song and yep. they all have really good messages and really really I, good lyrics i have heard other people doing that one i have heard that being covered by other people i just think it's right. weird that they, that the songs from this have not become more mainstream because there's lots of other songs from other christmas movies that have become really mainstream and people have covered right. as a result of the movie right yeah and right. like like how many people have covered where are you christmas that was originally from the grinch Right, right. Right. So like, right. I just think it's really weird because these songs are really good and no one's done them. So like I wanted to highlight some. And for me, what makes this song great is the really upbeat feeling of it. It really captures that feeling that everybody wants at Christmas. And that's partially because of who sings it and at what point in the story it is. Right. Obviously, everyone is familiar with the story of A Christmas Carol, I would hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this is the part where the, the what? But no, I was just gonna say, I think the music adds so much more to the story. Like when that's when that's on, like I have no interest in seeing. Like okay, I've seen it a million times, and how they're gonna spin this stuff. But I think the music just adds so much more. to Well, it. the first song you hear is a is a, a a more sinister song that's about Ebenezer Scrooge and how yeah. how yeah. horrible his character is, how horrible he yeah. is. And then the the first song you hear is very very sad because it's about you know it's, it's, it's from the Ghost of Christmas Past, and it's showing all of this hard. All the things that made him hate Christmas, and right. there's some really sad moments in it, and and they just re-released this film with that's that one song that his girlfriend in the past sings that's really super sad when love is gone or something like that, and it's it's really sad. They cut that out for like thirty years. <laughs> and, oh, really? Okay. And and they just put it back okay. in. They re-released it with the full version. Um, and so that's the whole point of like looking at the past. You know, you're looking at all the sad things, and and you understand why he hates the holiday season and why he's become such a just humbug. And then at this point in Christmas present, you know, he's got this scowl on his face through the whole, through most of the song. But then the last time that he sings that 
first verse, it's in the singing of a street corner choir. He's the the puppet who's like singing it starts dancing and Scrooge starts dancing with him. And so this is the first right. first moment in this video, in this film, where that evil, horrible character starts Trent. to change. And he yeah, starts Trent. to realize yep. like if he doesn't change, then there's you know, he'll learn that if he doesn't change, how bad things will be. So like he's starting to realize like you can embrace some of the happy feelings here. And it's really pretty it's it's funny because it's just so silly, but it's also really moving. And mm-hmm. I think the words in this are they're just such a celebration of the happiness that's everywhere during the holiday season. I just think it's really yep. got really good lyrics. Um, do yep. you have anything to say before I just play a couple little things? So, you know, do you know there's a familiarity with this? What do you mean? Besides that, that we've been watching it for years as you grew up. Oh, watching with it Katie stuff. being in the play. Yeah. yeah, Katie was in it. It was called Season of the Heart, and mm-hmm. Katie was in it sixth grade, I think. Fifth grade. It was in it. It was grade. at the elementary school because Mr. Harris played this part, sang this song. My yep. my fifth grade teacher. <laughs> yep, and uh, and she is is Miss Piggy prominent in the in the movie? Yeah, she's Bob Cratchit's wife. She's Kermit okay. the Frog's wife. She was she was Miss Piggy. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course she was. I I didn't know if you remembered that. No, oh, yeah, or not. I okay. saw that so many times. I had to go to every single showing, and <laughs> yes, most of the rehearsals. As so <laughs> as usual, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I remember that very clearly. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's nope. it's it's a good story, and I I don't oh, think I it. it's so it's so positive. It's such a nice ending, especially. And yeah. I don't think that story has been told any better than this movie. And that's it's it sounds silly, but like I'm dead serious about that. They just it, it they just did they such did a better. good job with it. Really? Yeah, it's just really it's a good. Bold statement with all the people that have done it, and Alice the Cook. I mean, I mean obviously, these... it's not as good as the original novel. Have you ever read the novel? No, no. It's really good. And Is it? believe me, I'm I'm in a Victorian literature class right now, and like. I do not love Victorian literature. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah but, it's difficult. The old English. But it's yeah. just such a good story. And, uh, you know, he's the one that came up with it. So obviously the novel is is oh, yeah. gold standard. But I think as far as film adaptations go, this is there's no, no touching this. Because wow. it's just so entertaining and it's so approachable. And I'll defend it to the death. Um, bold, so just a couple things. We don't really need to listen to too much of it because there's not too much musically for me. I just wanted to really highlight that there's really good music in this that should be taken a little more seriously, even though it's hard to do that because of the nature of this property, right? right? But right. um, <laughs> because of that, you get some funny little little tidbits that are thrown in there. So <laughs> at at 42 seconds, um, there's a cat. I was gonna say, did I hear a cat? Yeah, man? yeah, you did. So uh, he says he. He says a line and there's like a cat on the screen and in between lines, the cat just goes, meow. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, thank you. I I wrote right here. (laughs) And then, but keep, keep it going. He says it again. Well, no, right after it's a pigeon. Listen. I missed the pigeon. I did pick up on the cat. I thought this it was is, a. I thought it was a purr or something. No, like it's that. A, it's a pigeon, and I think they're like walking together on the streets, which is you know a whole other dynamic because cats usually attack pigeons. So, right. um, you know the togetherness. <laughs> um, but it, even though that was one of the notes I wrote down, I said, "Is that a cat?" <laughs> it's so funny. Anyone who knows me really well, and you can ask Sam about this. I love the Muppets. I I have always loved the Muppets. I think they're hilarious, and I love. I think they just do such a good job with like their their storytelling and the movies that they make. And I, I think, I feel like they just have so much fun with it. And like these little things were probably all improvised and it's just like, yeah. I love that. I think it's, I think it's hysterical. 
And then another thing that I think is cool, and this would be cool for more adaptations if other people did it, is when they have these little breaks with the trumpet. I love the trumpet in between. In it sounds so Victorian. It's in the giving up a gift to another, a pair of mittens that were made by your mother. And then the little mouse is adorable. Um, but yeah, I just say like like those little fills like that, those little breaks, like you could fill that in with any instrument and it would sound cool. And it just that that uh, reverberating trumpet is, is such a yeah. staple in, in Christmas music. It just has, it gives you that feeling it of feel, it. It feels like old English, like a, a piccolo trumpet yeah. like that too. Like, do, 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 exactly. Yeah. They do that again yeah. near the end. I don't know where it is, but, but yeah, I just, I love the message of this. I love the way they say, and Christmas, they just kind of yeah. pull all that stuff I, I just, I love that wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. Like the, it's really focusing on, the message that is in like every Christmas movie, right? Like it's not about presents. It's not about food. It's not about like all this stuff. It's, it's, it's just about it's like together. Being together, the emotions. Yeah, exactly. And, and I yep. think they, they just, they capture it so well in this. And then I love the way he just says that last line as it's slowing down at the end, right? It's exactly at two minutes. Those little twinkles. And the trumpet. And it just builds into that that really hopeful sound. Is that the complete ending of the the film? Uh, This is it. This is the end. But there's no other scenes or anything after that's the end of the movie. No, no, no. That's in the middle of the movie. Oh, it is? Really? Okay. That last chord that they ended on is just such a Pleasant. such a major, Pleasant. like, hopeful sounding chord. I wonder if that's the Christmas chord that we've talked about. Um, <laughs> we've talked but it about just that has such a, it just, it ends on such a positive, uplifting note. Um, yeah, this is in the middle of the movie. So, you know, he goes through, goes to Christmas past, goes to Christmas present, which is this moment, yeah. and then goes to Christmas future. Which is positive. Which after, yeah. leads to the end. And so, like, yeah, so... This is right. Yeah, it's, I think they do a a reprise of this at the end with everybody. Probably yeah, with like a final finale, <coughs> a final finale. Yeah, that's sense. a little redundant. With a finale at the end of yeah. you know redoing the chorus of this song. Um, but uh, that I mean that's really all I have to say about it. I don't think there's anything particular so, deep about it, which is kind of the point. Yeah. Right. So two two observations. One is now that you're watching it as an adult and as a, a, a critical film watcher and someone who writes and all that. Do you look at it, because um, the, the Muppets are also geared so much towards adults than just for kids. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, notice things in there that are, that are adult Easter eggs that you would have missed when you were 14 watching this or when you were 8 watching this? Yeah, but you know what? It's a lot. It's mo- they, it's mostly pop culture references and stuff that, like, Is I probably didn't get. At yeah, the time? That I probably didn't get at the time, yeah. Okay. Um, but, but that's still what they're known for, you know? They all, they've always done that. I mean, look at, literally watch the Muppet show. It's literally, like, nothing but pop culture references. Right. <laughs> Right, right. So, right, and then the other thing that that I my observation is you you see what we did today is, you know, I think one time you said like you know dad all the songs you always do are always upbeat and always mm-hmm. like hopeful and you know on the boardwalk or, or these you know kind of reggae songs that are just all about love and everything else and you're like that was so dark and that was wonderful and I love Halloween and all. so we just completely flipped the script today yeah see that but this is the time of year to do that <laughs> yes but no I agree I think you're uh, humbug. I think you're I think they're both both things are important this time of year, right? I think like you need to acknowledge the realness of of what happens, but you also 
you know, need to embrace and, and remember that like, and, you know, I think the, the important line in this song in that regard is um, the message, if we hear it, is to make it last all year. Yeah. So he says, the season of the spirit, this is when we recognize it. Now the challenge is to keep this keep feeling, keep this spirit throughout the year to, right. to make sure right. that you remember that this love is, should be there all year. You know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's a really good message. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not a bad way to live. No. When you think about it. So, so yeah. No. So who do you want to see cover that? If you, it hasn't been covered, you, you don't think people have picked up on this? And I looked, I couldn't find covers. anyone covering this. I found one really? video of a cover, but it's, I think they were doing like a stage um, performance because like they, they were doing dialogue lines from the movie as well. So I think they were kind okay. of recreating like up first. It was, it was a play that I know that they bought the rights to for to when Katie did it. It was called Season of the oh, Okay, so or Seasons of the So Hot. maybe oh, it was sorry. written for that. Maybe not this, maybe not for this. Yeah, but it was the same song. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but yep. no, I haven't heard, I haven't found anyone like just covering it like as a song to release. So who would you like to see release. cover it? Um, I have somebody. Who? Who are you thinking? Josh Groban. I know, but his voice is so nice and low at the beginning and he, stuff. He needs to sing slower maybe, songs, though. I like he. I don't, maybe I, Pavarotti. I feel like it's Pavarotti too it's too it? fast for all these people. Um, How about Pavarotti? Yeah, no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to think of someone that's not Rob Thomas. That's not like just only known for Christmas stuff, right? Like who who would do kind of upbeat stuff like this? Goo Goo Dolls. They have a Christmas song. Do they? They have some Christmas songs, yeah. As does Rob Thomas has a bunch of Christmas songs out right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think City, New York City Christmas by Rob Thomas, which I really like. I too. think there could be some good covers of this, but it would need to be right. It would need to be by the right person. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I mean, maybe Ed Sheeran is that person. As much as I don't yeah. really like Ed Sheeran that much, you know, he might yeah. do a good job with. with He's grown on me though. I have to say, I like him a little more. He seems like a genuine nice guy. You know, I feel like Jimmy Buffett could do this in his days of the Christmas album. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to think of people who point. would do like an upbeat song like this, but kind of easygoing a little bit too. Yep. And understand that it was first delivered by, by puppet stuff and you have to, so you can't take it as seriously. Yeah, you can't take it super message. seriously, but you don't have to yeah. because it's such a positive yeah. um, message. What's your, what's your favorite, what's your favorite part? <laughs> 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 I just love I love the little cat thing. I yeah, think it's so cool. funny. <laughs> and and again, I did like they write wait that until down it's, in my notes. Like, was that a cat? They wait until it's like in between lines. Like the it's like right on rhythm too with the song. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, just, I have to go watch a video because I want to see what that cat is. Oh, it's very prominent. Yeah. They go right to the cat. Oh, yeah. It is. So you can have, you can have that you can have that in your. Uh, in your little buttons that you hit there, you know, when you want to pull up, just meow. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of werewolves, werewolves on wheels. <laughs> All right, we're getting we're getting silly here. Yeah, so. um, but that's it. I mean, anything else to say about that song? No, I love it. That's good. I like Honestly, it. I if people it. haven't, if you haven't seen a Muppet Christmas Carol, or you haven't seen it in a long time, like revisit it. And I think that might be for both of these songs that either people haven't heard them or maybe haven't listened to them again. Mm-hmm. In such a long time, so yeah, yeah. So, and I, I and I, I really push people to listen to it because I really do think that it is, <laughs> it's so funny because it is just so silly and it's puppets and it's it's goofy, but it's it's also taken so very seriously in in the telling of this story 
they take right. it so seriously that like they just knock it out of the park. And I really think that that watching it as an adult, you actually get more out of it than you would oh, as a kid. Okay. Um, now, readily available or is the streaming on? on it's on um, Disney Plus. Disney Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Okay, because Disney owns the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Stuff, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Surprisingly, a whole lot of emotion in it. I think I have that CD. Believe it or not. Probably. Yeah, you should. Everyone should. With all my other Christmas ones I've had. Best Christmas movie ever, ever made. <laughs> I've tried so hard to get my kids to watch it and like they like will start it but then they'll just go start doing something like it doesn't I don't know if they're just not old enough for it to hold their attention yet yeah but keep working they're not into the Muppets as much as I am and it makes me kind of sad (laughs) but they do love the Grinch and I do recommend anybody who is looking for a Christmas movie a new Christmas movie to watch that they haven't seen before if you haven't seen the newer Grinch that came out just a few years ago definitely check it out it's 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 pretty good. <laughs> it's anime. It's animation, mm-hmm. but it's updated animation, and it's not the old. It's not the original, and it's not. Um, it's not. Um, no, it's all, it's name? a. It's the same story told in a different way, and uh, yeah. it's really there's some really funny moments in it. Uh, it's Benedict Cumberbatch and um, Keenan, you know, from SNL. He's he does a voice in it, and there's 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 good good actors doing doing the. Um, Nice. The voiceovers for yeah, it. Yeah, I liked that one when I, when I was babysitting the girls. Yeah, it's pretty I was funny. Watching that one, I was like, "This is pretty." It's good. a it's a nice but take on it. It's like keep them it's like a movie that nobody asked for, but they but it's pretty good. <laughs> nice little plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Well, that's it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I want to just say thank you to everybody, and I want to say uh, if you haven't checked out Pantheon podcast, we didn't say it in the beginning, and uh, I apologize for that. But if you like this show and you're really into music and you want to hear some more music related podcasts, go to pantheonpodcast.com, check them out, find all these different shows, support those shows as you, as you do support us. And we really appreciate everybody who does that. Thank you so much for listening. Check our show notes for all of our, um, the social media stuff and Teespring store and all that fun stuff. Get some swag. And it's a little too late. Facebook page. What's that? Facebook page. Facebook. Yeah. We have a Facebook group. Just search the name of the show. It's called, the name of the show and then discussion post or discussion group. Um, it's probably a little too late to get your YNL swag in before Christmas, but uh, you can go buy some anyway and just get it after Christmas. <laughs> um, you know, keep, you know, the, the, the message is keep, make it last all year. So it just doesn't matter if it's before Christmas or not. Just, just yep. go buy stuff from us. Uh, give us your money. We appreciate that. And we've already got one in the can that we're going to do for, for uh, January. We just have to edit it. Right. The covers, one. yeah. I gotta, yeah, oh, that's just. Oh, we'll do another one. I have a the recording a is a mess, song. but I can pull, I need to, I can get it together. <laughs> and I have uh, another song. If you we just want to do the next recording of another song, I have a really good one. I can't wait, wait to kind of share with you stuff. So, what do we another? But we'll see you in January. Cool, yeah, we're coming back. So, I hope everybody has a healthy and happy and joyous holiday season. And if you are in that camp where the holidays are kind of hard for you, just try to stay positive and look for the happiness around you and just, you know. Get through it, and if you need to reach out to us, we are here to help. You can find us on Twitter at YNL Podcast. We're not super active on those, but you know you can you can talk to us, and we will help you out if we can. Um, do you have any yeah, other and messages? Watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, that'll do. It for if you if you're feeling down, just watch Muppet Christmas Carol, and it'll make everything better because it always does. Because according to Sean, it is the, the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Wow, that's bold. Yeah. <laughs> Diehard fans fight me. <laughs> wow. Uh, yippee, okay. Yippee That's it. So <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. Stay hydrated. Don't be a dick. And we will talk to you next year. Bye bye, everybody. Be safe.